I would look like a troll. Not a great kisser. Is that, that true? Cute stuff. 2020, <laughs> something good happened. Unless it's like weird or creepy. Yeah, it's like a whole different I'm world. I'm gonna make my choice and I'm gonna Like we're myself. not really strangers. That would be cute. The little game. What's up, party people? We are back with yet another episode of Here's My Number. This is a big week for us, a very, very big week, and it will get even bigger with today's guest, and we've been very excited, right, Olivia? Yes, I have been <laughs> counting down the days until this episode for what, maybe like two months now? <laughs> Whatever. Um, if you know anything about anything, um, you will recognize today's guest from our very own Bachelor Nation. Um, if you don't, then you should probably get with it. Um, today, we are welcoming Sydney Latuaco. I said that right? You said it right. Amazing. Well, good job. Um, so, Sydney, thank you so much for coming. I am so excited to have you, um, and I cannot wait to get in with everything today. Um <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be coming a lot coming at me, but thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. This is going to be fun. Yes, it is. Um, let's start, um, I guess, with having you kind of introduce yourself um, a little bit where you are, what you do, and that kind of stuff um, for the people that don't know. Yeah, so I was on season 23 of The Bachelor, which was Colton season. I think it was like a couple seasons ago, and then I was on season six of Bachelor in Paradise, before that, I was dancing for the Knicks, so I used to live in New York City. Um, I was a professional dancer for them. And then recently moved to Los Angeles, where I was dancing as well, and danced a little bit on tour right before quarantine happened. And now I am, we're going to talk about this, but I'm in Ohio at my boyfriend's who I met in quarantine. Wow. So it's a little bit about Thanks, me. COVID. One, two, thing that happened in 2020. Yeah, yeah legit. All right, we try. Um, yeah, someone's got to do it. Someone's going to have good shit coming their way. Um, okay, do you want to kick it off with the first question, Leah? Sure. Um, I feel like you said that so casually that you were like, a, a what? An NBA dancer? Like, <laughs> I'm I'm confused. Excuse me. Um, so how how did you go from being an NBA dancer to suddenly coming on The Bachelor? I don't know if it was suddenly. Yeah, it was pretty sudden, actually. Um, I think I knew a week before I left for the show, so it was pretty sudden. Oh but I was dancing for the Knicks. That would have been my third season. Um, I had been dancing my whole life. I was in New York for a while, and I had a friend from the Knicks who someone had submitted her for The Bachelor, and then she just recently got in a relationship. I think we were at like audition week or something, and she knew I was very single, and she <laughs> knew that Bachelor was coming to town because this is when things were open and they could have open calls. Mm -hmm. So they were having an open call like the following week, and then me being a dancer, I'm used to going to all random auditions at all times. You never know what you're going to be doing on a random Thursday. So I happened to have Thursday free, and I was like, you know what, whatever, let's, let's go and see what this is. I was kind of a fan of the show, not – I wasn't religious about it. Mm -hmm. I just thought it'd be kind of funny to go and see what it would be like. Yeah. So I went with a friend and it was wild. There was a line like around the block. All of the super fans were there. Everyone was so excited. They had like cameras there. I have no idea what they used that footage for. All <laughs> kinds of stuff. Um, and then you go into like a room. You have a packet with like a bunch of photos of yourself and a whole packet talking about your dating life. And then you show up and they ask you like five questions on camera and then you're good to go. 
So I did my five questions or whatever it was. And then I left the building and thought like that. Oh, that was cool. We'll probably never hear back from them. (laughs) And immediately got a phone call uh, as I was walking away from the building. And it was an LA number. And I was like, uh, hello. And it was someone from casting. They're like, hi, you were just here, but your microphone wasn't working. So could you please come back? We'll take you to the front and we'll just redo your interview. And I was like, okay, cool. So I come back in redo my interview and then they set me up with like a bigger camera and there's like six more people around my camera and they're, they're all asking me all these questions oh and I was God. like you lied my I was just gonna say were they lying that's yeah. so weird yeah it was weird so they from there my friend and I she was also um she was actually my coach on the team with me uh, on the next so she and I both made it to like the next round of auditions so they slipped us this like big giant manila folder of all the things that we had to fill out. And they are like, hey, put this under your jacket and just like sneak out of here. Don't don't show anyone that you have this. And I'm like, oh what God. is this? Oh my God. So that was us going to the next round. And from there you have like all types of interviews. You have to send like 50 photos of yourself, crazy packets you have to fill out. And then eventually after all that and a lot of stress, you <laughs> eventually hear yes or no if you're going to be on the show. And like oh I said, I God. heard a, literally a week before I had to leave. And for me, my my case, because I was dancing for the Knicks, it couldn't really keep dancing for the Knicks and go on national television and potentially <laughs> tarnish Madison Square Garden's name. So I had to either stay or quit my job. And obviously, I made the hard decision to quit dancing yeah. for the Knicks in order to go on the show. So that's kind of how Holy I ended shit. up there. That's like a big, a big ask to figure out in a week that would take me a year to I figure know. out. Yeah. Wait, so how long was the process? So I found out like a, uh, I wouldn't say like a week and like maybe a couple days that I got it. And then I had to tell my work by that weekend whether I was going to stay or go on the show. So then I had to make that decision. And then also you have to pack for the entire time that you're going to be there. So you have to pack like ball gowns. And Is it true that you can only bring two suitcases? I heard that you're only allowed to bring two. Yeah, you can only bring two, which is super fun to figure out, especially because you don't know what you're gonna, what uh, weather you're gonna be doing. My season, I was lucky because we we were all in warm temperatures, so I didn't have to pack like parkas or anything. But other people, I'm sure they have to pack like snow boots and random things yeah. like that. So yeah, it's kind of random. Also, you don't know if you're gonna be there for a day or like three months. <laughs> so it's just kind of stressful. So I made my mom come up to New York and help me figure out packing. Cause I was like, I literally can't do this. I'm just, like having a mental breakdown, yeah. I'm quitting my job. I'm trying to pack. Like it's a lot. So I'm going yeah. on TV. Yeah. I'm going on TV. That, hopefully. Wow. So, yeah, and like, do you get to have more suitcases the longer you make it? Or are you just dead ass have to wear the same clothes for three months? Uh, you dead ass have to wear the same clothes, but then eventually people just start like sharing or swapping. Yeah, because I feel like so I've never. Get... I am a religious bachelor watcher, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like you never see people repeat clothes. Yeah, you don't. People come on really prepared. I was not as prepared as I would have liked to have been. <laughs> um, those pageant girls really have a step ahead of you with pounds. <laughs> Um, yeah, you just kind of have to make it work and then make enough friends to borrow clothes eventually because they don't really show, like if, if you're wearing the same dress from someone's like night two, you're not going to necessarily remember that. Right. So. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Sorry, my garage door is opening. That's <laughs> oh <my laughs> okay. Um, okay. I feel like so, I have so many questions already. I'm like, I know <laughs> it's like, it's a lot to process. So I can't even imagine what it's like to be actually be on it. Um, so then you get there and I don't remember like all the different places that Colton season went, but tell us a little bit about like what it's like when you first get there and like that kind of 
A day in the life. Yeah, a day, a day in the in life, life of someone okay. on the show. So you show up in L.A. and they take your phone right away. And you have like a good four days in the hotel where you don't meet anyone. You just have randomly producers that will come by your room to kind of say hi and get you prepped. They'll do random interviews, like pre, pre-show pre stuff. And you're just kind of, other than that, you're just sitting in your room waiting for room service at some point because <laughs> you can't leave. It's just not a lot. It's kind of, You kind of go a little insane just within the first three days. Mm-hmm. And then uh, by like day four, it's time to go to the mansion. And you still haven't met anyone and you have to wait until like 8 p.m. because they don't they don't start filming until it's dark. Mm-hmm. So you're just sitting in your room and you're dressed like, all right, let's do this. You don't know what limo you are necessarily and just kind of like show up. So you go from a day of just being out. like essentially quarantined and by yourself or a few days of that. And then they just throw you into it and then the cameras are there and then the whole thing kind of just starts as soon as you step out of the limo. You're just like thrown just into it. Yeah. I would have a mental I breakdown. Like, just going out to get drinks. I don't know what yeah, to wear. Yeah, that's what like, they want. They want you to have a mental breakdown, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, with, with night one, they have people coming by, making sure that you're not wearing the same thing as someone else. You have, like, a different color from other people. So they do that as well. Like, so you have that. But that's nice. other than that, there's not a lot of prep. You guys don't get your makeup done, like, anything like that. That only for night one did they help us with makeup, but okay. you kind of do your own and they just like touch you up. So that was the only time that we got our hair and makeup done. Damn. Oh my Damn. God. Because they always yeah, look see. perfect. That's the part yeah. that like I'm always so confused about. I'm like, if I had to go and do my own makeup, I would look like a troll <laughs> yeah. on television. Like I would never be able to do that. Just get sent well, home. I, I, I would be lucky. like, not you. <laughs> I was lucky because I had the the NYX background, so I knew from doing my own makeup for that. But some people struggle and they kind of have to ask their friends. But you also get pretty much almost all day to get ready. So you have a Mm -hmm. lot of time to figure it out. (laughs) Is there a lot of downtime? Like Yeah, like more than more downtime than you can even imagine. Like most of it is downtime because when you're not on a date, you're just in the hotel and you're not like it's not like you can go down to the spa or the gym by yourself. You have to just sit in the hotel until they like tell you to do, do an something. interview or <laughs> yeah. you can beg them to go to the gym and they'll take you for 20 minutes and then that's it. So it's a lot of downtime. Oh Damn. my God. Love and that. you were there for how long? I was there for a month because I was like final 10. So it's it was a good chunk of time for sure. And does it become like more chill throughout the season? Like do you guys like get to hang out or is it very much like separated like you're in each your own room. It's separated a lot from The Bachelor, but it is really chill because you become, by then you become friends with people. So you're kind of just hanging out with your friends and you even become friends with the producers. So everyone just kind of, it's a lot of hanging out and it's super fun. A lot of like memories happen, Um, but it's a lot of, you're never really around The Bachelor that much unless you have like a one-on-one or you get, I think, further along in the show and there's like it gets more serious. Yeah, I feel like, and we'll get to Tasia's season, but I feel like before Tasia was there and all the boys were there for Claire, like it literally just seemed like all the dudes were there to hang out with each other. Like they were having (laughs) so much fun, like in the pool Uh and doing all these things. I was like, they're just there because they're having like such a good fucking time. Bro time. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. I mean, because you don't have your phones or TV or anything, so you're just kind of forced to talk to each other and you get like really close really quickly. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's so fun. That's so wild. I cannot even imagine. I know. Yeah. It's an interesting, like, bubble that you're thrown into. Yeah. It's like a whole different world. Um, okay. Let's keep moving. Do you want to ask the next one? Do you want me to? Um, so 
if you have been watching The Bachelor, you would know that you left the show. Could you elaborate on how and when and why and all of that? Also, let's say that that's such a bad bitch move. Like, <laughs> oh my God, you were just yeah. like, Colton, I need more from you. I'm not feeling this. Peace the fuck out. Where I feel like other people, like, it's like almost, you know, the drinking game where it's like, how how many episodes or like how many minutes until we have to hear someone be like, you're not here for the right reasons. Like, mm-hmm. or like how many times you hear that throughout the show. And I just appreciate you and what you did so much because that was such a cool for actually move. doing it. Yeah. yeah, for being like, mm, so it's I feel not, like it's most not you. people would just like <laughs> stick around with it. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I, I'm not a person that's easily able to fake things or I literally can't fake things at all. So with Colton, he was nice and that was pretty much it for me. So <laughs> a lot of our conversations were like just very surface level and not a lot of depth to them just because I don't think he – he just really didn't like me. So it, whether he has that depth or not, like he didn't show it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that – I went on the show and I hadn't had a relationship before. So if Colton and I were to end up together, he would have been my first relationship. So I was taking that super seriously. And I spent so much of my life focusing on my career and myself and just separating that part of my life. And this was my time to kind of really focus on one, could this be something that I could see myself with? And like, two, could I take this relationship outside of this bubble that we're in? And I, I was one that tried to push him a lot because I feel a lot of the girls were just like, oh, I love him. He's great. He's so cute. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, okay. But I'm going to have to take him to my family. I'm not going to be able to like lie to them. So I was like trying to push him. I tried to like get more out of him. And every time I would just be like, oh, that was lackluster. That wasn't enough. Or like I didn't get anything from that conversation. And you only have like 15 to 20 minute intervals with him when you're on the group dates. So I had, I was like, get in, get in there and try to like find something from him, but I really didn't get much. So that when you saw me leave, I was kind of at my wits end with doing that. And that night it was, I think it was like right before hometowns were about to happen. So I knew in the back of my mind, that I didn't really know him well. And that if I were to take him home, he would be the first person that my parents would have met as a relationship. So that would have been weird. So then I was like, I don't think I can get there, but let's see if I push him like one more time, if he'll, if he'll get there for me and can like kind of prove that he's having those feelings for me. And I, I put that all on the table and he gave me another lackluster answer. And I was like, you know what? Um, yeah. So that, that was my answer. I got it. I don't, I can't be here anymore. Like I'm not going to get any more out of this. We're going to keep spinning our wheels here. So I'm going to make my choice and I'm going to leave. So that was kind of my mindset. Uh, around me walking off the show. I think Bad that's, yeah. Ass. It's so cool. <laughs> Thank you because and goodbye. I think my <laughs> other question is like, do you really, because I know on like maybe one-on-one dates, you have more time, but like people aren't getting one-on-one dates every week. So it's always like a little confusing to me to, for people, especially like two weeks in to be like, this is my person. Like I'm obsessed with them. So yeah. like, do you feel like it is enough time to really, get to know someone on the level of like, I know in his season two, Cassie was like, I don't, I can't get engaged to you. I don't like, I'm not ready for that. Do you feel like, is it realistic or is it a TV show? Yeah. I think it is realistic in some ways. I think it depends on the person. Like Mm -hmm. if my actual boyfriend who I'm with now was there and he was a bachelor and I met him for five minutes, I would have been like, oh yeah, I'm, I could do, I could get married. You know, that would have been different for me, but because it was Colton and we weren't really getting any of that, I 
couldn't have gotten there. But I think, yeah, it depends on the person and kind of what you make out of the time that you have. Mm-hmm. That's why you see on the show where they like jump and they're like, here's my deepest, darkest secret that I've ever told anyone. Yes. I'll tell you on this first date that we're having because that's the one time that you have. So that's why they get like so deep so mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm. So I think that has a lot to do with it. And just the fact that you are in a bubble, things can kind of move a lot faster. I, it all depends on like the situation, the people that are involved though. Yeah. Got it. I mean, my parents are always like, when you know, you know, yeah, you know, it's exactly. like when you, whatever. And so I feel like maybe that's kind of what the bachelor yeah. is. But and like, I think there is a thing too, of people kind of telling themselves what they, they think they should be, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. convincing themselves. And yeah. when you're only in that little bubble, I can or just if you imagine like, like quit your job and now you're on this yeah. TV show, you feel yeah. like you have to make it work. Yeah, totally. Exactly. I can you imagine that. Pressure on it. So. Yeah. There's that element too. So, so it just sounds like a really stressful three months, and I'm lot. not sure if <laughs> I'd be able lot. to do that. Well, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah, we will get to that. <laughs> um, okay. When we say best and worst part of the show, what's the first thing that comes to your, your mind? Best and worst part of the show. Best thing is the friendships and the that the relationships that you build. Worst part is the, just like no privacy and no yeah. downtime and no sleep. Mm-hmm. Or there's a lot of downtime, but no, like, away from the situation. There's no, like, leaving The Escape, Bachelor yeah. unless you, like, actually leave the show. So, Would you ever recommend someone to go on the show? Like, <laughs> not, us? Not me. Not me. <laughs> I was going to say, the one of you um, applying? Um, I think... Leah, not me. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm applying, but... <laughs> I, I would say if you're super open to interesting situations, if you can handle a lot of stress and, pre- and pressure, then yes. But just I just think that it's not all like sunshine and roses as it seems. Like just yeah. be clear on that when you're going in. So I think people go on and they think, oh, Instagram followers and traveling and blah, blah, blah. But it's, mm-hmm. it can be a lot on your mental states and a lot of weird things can come from it. So... <laughs> How um, are you satisfied with that answer? I, I am, but I feel like I have more. I, I like need to know all of this. Are you? Do you have any regrets that you went on the show, or are you like, this was the right thing for me at that time? No, I don't have any regrets at all. I would say the thing I would have done differently, maybe. But then it's like hard to say because of who my bachelor was. Like maybe I would have been a little bit more outspoken and trusted that I was able to have like conflict within the show. Cause that, that kind of freaked me out what to go against people. But knowing mm-hmm. now looking back, I'm like, Oh, I would have been fine if I had gotten into a quarrel with someone or something mm-hmm. like that. But I, again, like I think you you didn't see a ton of me because of the fact that my relationship with Colton wasn't very strong. So I think that right. ultimately has like a lot to do with everything. So. Gotcha. If you could have had any other bachelor, who would you have who would you have wanted? Um, at the time, I had wanted it to be Blake, mm. but I met Blake in. <laughs> you changed <laughs> your mind. <laughs> and I changed my mind. Um, he is so cute, though. Never mind. He's super cute, and I love him like as a friend and everything. But I, it wouldn't have that wouldn't have worked out either. I also <laughs> wanted Jason, so I would have been fine with either Blake or Jason. I feel like as bachelor's just really anyone that would have just like challenged me a little bit more yeah <laughs> anyone with some depth just kidding yeah. that was mean that was mean colin if you ever listened to this <laughs> speaking of colton i'm sorry i have so many questions so <laughs> obviously there's been rumors about him being not a great kisser is that true i think i started that rumor <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, again, I just think he didn't like me and I feel bad that kind of, we were just having like beach talk around the campfire in paradise and I, that kind of slipped out. But I also, I kind of <laughs> joked about it and then like five other girls were like, oh my God, I was going to say the same thing. So oh my God, like, you really were the one that started that. Yeah. Was, I didn't even know um, that. That's so funny. It was more just like a lack of passion. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the, the worst. Just it. like a fish. Yeah. <laughs> but that again, he didn't like me. So that's, you know. Okay. Yeah. Well, Maybe he, he gave better kisses to Cassie, hopefully. I hope so, for her sake. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, do you have any more Bachelor questions, or can we move on to this season super quick? Because I just want to touch on it. Uh, last question. <laughs> How has your life changed <laughs> since Bachelor, like since you walked off the show? Yeah, I mean, a lot of interesting things have happened. I decided to move to L.A. from New York, kind of just like uprooted my life. Mm-hmm. I did go on tour for Bachelor Live on stage for a hot sec, so that was super fun. Just like cool experiences kind of happened from it and like really cool friendships. Like I became really close with Becca Kufrin and Ben Higgins from doing the tour. Just things like that. And it's kind of giving me a new perspective on just like career and what I could be doing with my life and things like that. So yeah. I love it. You go. Good for you. <laughs> um, and you just made an appearance. Well, I guess when people hear this, it won't be just, but you were just on this season with Tasia and that was so fun to watch you do that. Um, and that whole group date was just fun. Um, do you have any favorites on this season so far? And then I'll tell you who I like. Yeah. Um, I really love Ivan. I love Ben. I love Brendan. I love, I loved easy just as a friend in the house. I'm actually real. I think Bennett's hilarious, even though he's really pushing some. He's a lot. <laughs> I don't know what his deal is, but it's, it's a, a lot. lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, yeah, I, I would just say this season overall, it's just been like a breath of fresh air with the men they've chosen and how that they're older and they're more mature. I think mm-hmm. the show was going into like a really young place the last couple of seasons, and now they're kind of shifting. And I really appreciate that. I think that's really um, good to watch, and it's like makes it a little bit more investing to me yeah yeah they're just like more mature and I will say that Tasia has been like my favorite person so far to like be in this role she's so she's just so fucking cool and like so normal um but I love Zach and I love Ben like I don't even want her to end up with Ben because I hope that like one day that I can that's how much (laughs) I like him he's so cute cute. I like you is the name Riley rat Something with R. Riley is a lawyer, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Him. Oh, he gives me bad oh, energy. No, I like him. Something like bad's going to happen with him, I feel like, next week. So yeah, he gives me a bad vibe. I just, he's he I just will say when I'll I met, because he was on the date that I helped with, and he's just kind of, like, quiet and shy. So I feel like that's where the weird vibe comes from. Yeah. He's kind of, like, a little bit out of his element as mm-hmm. a lawyer and just kind of quiet, but... Something will happen, I feel like, next week. Yeah, and he, like, got wicked mad at Noah last date or last, like, last week, I guess, when Noah, like, fucked up the rose ceremony for everyone. I was like, ooh, temper. He also was, like, throwing elbows during one of the dates to Spencer that I thought was a little aggressive, too. Yeah. Like, water basketball or whatever they were playing. Yes, yes. All right, okay. He has an aggressive vibe to him, but it's okay. Maybe that's your type. You're the one that usually likes the shitty guys. Fair enough. Okay. Um, With the time we have left, I would love to just get more about, like, you and your life. And um, I think we've both – we've had a very similar quarantine experience, but yours has been more successful in terms of dating. Way Um, more. (laughs) 
What'd you say? <laughs> way more. <laughs> way more, yeah. Um, so let's start by kind of talking about how you and your boyfriend connected and all that cute stuff. Thank <laughs> you. Um, so I was, like I said, I was on tour and COVID happened and mm-hmm. the world kind of got shut down and I was like, well, shit, now what do I do? Do I go back to LA? Do I go back to, I'm originally from Virginia and just kind of hang out with my parents. I thought I was going to be off tour for a week and I ended up being off tour for a very extended yeah. period of time. <laughs> so I was at home, I was bored, I was on my phone a lot. And um, my current boyfriend, we connected via Instagram. He was kind of a fan of the show Low Key. And he watched a few seasons and he had watched my season and he would just kind of randomly reach out to me because he followed me from after the show. And um, I would answer him usually. I usually try to answer almost everyone that DMs me just unless it's like weird or creepy Um, (laughs) because I feel like if I was on the other side, I kind of want the same thing. So Mm -hmm. he DMed me and he would always respond. I would always put up like question stickers because I thought that was fun. And he would send me really ridiculous questions. So he was always like cool and funny. And then it wasn't until quarantine where I kind of, we had a, like a back and forth kind of for a couple of days. And I was like, who am I talking to? So I loved him. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, he's actually like a cute guy. That's actually my age. Because normally it's not that case when I'm talking to people. Um, so we kept kind of talking and it was a couple of days went by with DMing. And then he kind of put the ball in my court and threw me his number and told me to text him if he was, if I was ever in Ohio. And, you know, if I wanted to talk more. So I kind of just took that and I was like, you know what, I'm going to keep, I want to keep this going. I had a good conversation with him. We might as well text him. So I text him and then texting turns into FaceTiming and FaceTiming turns into us three months of doing that and me being like, oh, well, I've kind of weirdly built a relationship over these three months Mm -hmm. over the phone. And now I feel like we need to meet in person. Otherwise we can't keep going on like this. Mm Um, so I, I think after like three or four months of talking, we decided to meet in person, like hoped for the best that it would be the same. So I flew to Ohio and then he was going to drive me home to Virginia so I could like quarantine away from my family and do that whole thing, COVID and stuff. Um, so luckily it was really great in person, shockingly, because I was a little nervous about that. And then we kind of just started dating officially from there. We were going to do this whole long distance thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually I was going to go back to LA when the world started opening up a little bit, but, <laughs> but uh, we're not even there yet. So <laughs> yeah, really. we're still not there. Um, I was supposed to go back in September cause my lease was going to be up and I was going to like get a new apartment. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? Um, screw it. LA is really yeah. not open, especially not right now. Mm-hmm. Why would I go back and not be able to work or do anything? I was already staying with him for like a month in Ohio. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to kind of low key move in for a sec and, <laughs> Um, move all my stuff here and we'll figure it out. But so, yeah, I'm currently in Ohio living with my boyfriend who I've been dating since, I guess, technically March, but officially probably like yeah. July. Oh, That's what? nuts. <laughs> so you guys were talking, you were FaceTiming consistently for three to four months. Yes. Which I will say, even though people think that's super weird and that we like didn't meet in person, that we didn't know each other, but I got to know him way faster than I did any other mm-hmm. person I've dated because we literally had to just talk at all times. Like there was no stopping for like the physical aspect of anything. Yeah. Like you couldn't touch, you couldn't hug, you can kiss, mm-hmm. you can do anything. So it was a lot of just like getting to know each other. It was essentially like being in The Bachelor where it's just like a bubble and you just talk and you like, get to know like the depth of people. So I mm-hmm. really like that side of him. And I think we like really connected a lot 
very quickly because of that. So that kind of worked for me so that when, when we were in person, when we did get the physicality out of the way, it was like a deeper connection. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting way to kind of date. Yeah, I mean, I tried it, and people who listen to this podcast (laughs) will know who I'm talking about. We call him London Boy, but (gasps) I only FaceTimed him two or, like, three times. Only two or three times, and then he (laughs) flew here, and he stayed for a week, and by the end of it, I was like, holy fuck, like, get out. Get out of my space, like, whatever. Did he have an accent? No, so he's not actually from London, but he's actually from Arizona, so he flew there. He flew here from there. Um, But that's why I was so curious, like, how long you were talking before you were like, this might be a good idea to, like, Mm -hmm. whatever, because, like I said, at that point, they're not essentially a stranger yeah, you know, I knew him really, really well by yeah. that point. So I, I don't recommend doing it after like two weeks, unless you, unless you're like close by and you can kind of like meet up. That's mm-hmm. different. But like, if you're in different states, I would give it some time to really get to know them. Because then it's like it's disappointing if you get in person. It's not the same thing. So you want to make sure that it's like, yeah, fully you know, disappointing. Oh, shit. That's, um, that's so impressive. That's such a cute story. It yeah, is. Yeah, for 2020, <laughs> something good it's happened. It's like a true COVID story. Yeah. It was All my nice silver lining. Um, yeah, that's so nice. Better than the rest of us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say? Um, so the first time you met, like, was it awkward at all? Was it weird? Like, I feel like there's so much, um, I feel like even with work right now, like there's so many coworkers that I've never met in real life because it's mm-hmm. just behind a screen. And so when I do finally get to meet them, it's so interesting to see like their mannerisms yeah. or their body language mm-hmm. that you wouldn't normally you're like how they chew is a huge one yeah. for me like what if they chew with their <laughs> mouth open after three or four months like what are you supposed to do that's a good Fix point that. um we <laughs> kind of agreed between each other we were like we're not going to make this weird when we meet in person and he mm-hmm. was like super respectful because I was always I was nervous about it too because I'm flying to a stranger's home that I, I like I do, I know him but I'm I'm not trying to get murdered right real quick so yeah he was super like cognizant of that and he was like if you know listen if it doesn't work out and you get here and you're like I don't like him you can go in the other room and you can sleep there and then I'll let you go home or you could stay at my parents or I could get you a hotel like all these like he kind of like set that up so if I was uncomfortable I could have gotten out mm-hmm. um and in person we were like okay we're just gonna kiss right away so we kind of get that out of the way so it's not like awkward <laughs> we're um, just gonna rip it off like right like yeah just rip off the banding because otherwise it's like uh when do we do that so yeah we just kind of just like talked about it essentially and it was it was great in person but it is interesting it's like weird seeing someone from a screen then you're like oh my god like it's so weird sitting next to you and like being able Mm -hmm. to hold your hand it was like interesting to kind of like figure out each other's I don't know yeah being around another body but yeah that's so intimidating show in itself yeah yeah, I mean love is blind is kind of like that I guess or only 90 day fiance yeah That shit's crazy. That's a whole other, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's intense. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask you tips on making long distance work, but I feel like you have you had to even cross that battle yet? I do have tips, but I didn't necessarily need to use them because I was like planning <laughs> to do long distance. <laughs> okay, well, so give I us asked your tips a lot of anyway. people about it, and a lot of the things they said was one of the cute things that they said was to keep a journal between each other. So I sent him a journal that I had written like a passage, essentially like love letters that you're sending back and forth, but you mm-hmm. just share this journal. So I'd writ- I wrote in the journal and then I sent it to his house and then he wrote in it. And the next time he saw me, he brought the journal. So you kind of like pass it back and forth. Oh, that's really so cute. cute. Um, people said some interesting things like 
they wanted to feel like they were sleeping with each other. So they had like a burner phone that they kept on all night. I don't know about that, but that's so, uh, that's some so other people funny. said like sharing a Google calendar with your events. So if like you get super busy and like you can't answer the phone as much, the person yeah. can kind of like see that. So things like that. Just to that's kind a of good one. I feel like you need that for me. I, oh, I need you. Yeah. I need you to share your <laughs> yeah, Google so. Calendar with me. Um, those are really cute ones, and like, oh, it's yeah, not what I, I was expecting you to say. I was expecting like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. Wow, those are so cute. Maybe I know. one day. And I like. Yeah, I feel like make long distance doesn't necessarily have to be like seen as a negative thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think like, it's just both sides being agreeing to work at it because if yeah. one is not going to do more than the other, it won't. I don't think it'll work, but I think you can definitely make it work oh if you gosh. have that like, agreement. I love that. So, A do you think you're ending? I know. Do you <laughs> think you're in Ohio for the foreseeable future? Do you guys think like, or have you not even thought that far ahead? Because like, Ohio is such a random. It's so random. I love yeah. like New York and LA. <laughs> yeah. Like, Before you like, were like, city. he when he slid in, you were like, if you're ever in Ohio, in my head, I was, I was like, like yeah, why would anyone go to Ohio? <laughs> exactly. Like the last place I'd ever expect myself. But honestly, where I'm at right now, I'm like, COVID. The world is shut down. It's mm-hmm. yeah. there's like we. I can go outside here and I'm doing most of my work virtually now. So I'm like, you know what, for, for now it's working. Who knows what's going to happen down the road. But mm-hmm. right now it's just, it makes sense. I'm in like a house and I can spread out and do my own thing. So yeah, yeah. I love it. Being present. Yeah. You can't exactly really do not. anything else in 2020 yeah. really. Exactly. No. Especially not here. Yeah. Um, I love that. So would you give any advice to, Someone who is afraid to start like virtually dating, I think that's probably going to be a way more normalized thing, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even when COVID's over, if that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know that so many people are like afraid to like meet a stranger on FaceTime because it is weird. Like the first virtual date. Yeah. You you know what's weirder is meeting someone in person that you've never met too and (laughs) stuck in someone. So it's all weird. That's what I Um, said. Yeah. I would just say like be open to it because you really never know. And for me, like I said, like because that physical part of it was taken out of it, I was kind of forced to get to know him as a human being and really like figure out this person is someone I can connect with and like be with. Mm -hmm. And usually I feel like when you're dating, like you're just like waiting until you guys do it essentially. So it's like that, that was taken out of it. So I could just really like focus on him as a human being and get like to know his core values and like who he was. So for me, that helped me to kind of connect with him a lot quicker and um, deeper. So advice I would say like I said just be open and use that time to really see if that person could be someone that you could see yourself with I'm with it beautiful your turn to go on a virtual date yeah bitch what I already (laughs) went on one and it ended terribly (laughs) I tried it you try it next um (laughs) I've been watching a lot of do you know who Serena, Serena Kerrigan is no, she's like started this show basically in quarantine where she goes on Instagram live dates. Oh, this I season. actually did see that at the beginning of quarantine. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah well, it's like really fun. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. And it took, off. it took off big time. But that's like where I was like, OK, if she can do it, I can just. Yeah. Did she find do anyone? It. Um, no. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> yeah. the season finale is tonight. Oh, um, <laughs> season finale, like her Instagram Finale. She's not going to go on Instagram <laughs> live anymore. But. She gets engaged on Instagram. Live. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. 
I don't know what will happen, but yeah. that's just like what it reminds me of. Yeah. And my advice to people would be to watch her because I feel like she teaches you how to do it. In a natural yeah. way. Yeah. And it's also I, like, this is the new reality. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is the yeah. new normal. We might as well just like roll with it until uh-huh. the world one day will open up again. <laughs> yeah. TBD again. Exactly. I mean, some people were like, you could plan dates and do that, but we didn't, we just kind of talked. But like, I think that's something that you could do too. If like, you feel weird about just like talking to someone, like have like a plan where you're going to sit and I don't know, there's that like Netflix party, we can watch the same movie or mm-hmm. oh my God, yeah. play games or something like that where you can kind of have an activity, but yeah, like, we're What's not really the app? strangers. That would be cute. The little game. Yeah. That's an intense one to do on a date, but it might be third or fourth yeah. date. Yeah. <laughs> when you're married. Um, <laughs> Um, what was I just going to say? I had something important to say about virtual dating. It was a game you were about to mention. Oh, no. What I was going to say is I feel like that says a lot about you and your boyfriend's connection of like just being able to sit there and talk. Mm -hmm. I think so many people are afraid to just do that and Mm -hmm. to be able to like sit in that. People need to like learn how to do that more. Yeah, because it's not – we weren't talking constantly. A lot of times it would just be like staring at each other. But, yeah, just being being comfortable with just like less, I guess. Right. Silence will happen, but it's not doesn't mean like you're you don't have a connection. It just means like you ran out of a topic. Like yeah. take a yeah. second, find something else. Yeah. yeah. You can do don't what I do so and just be like, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about <laughs> now? <laughs> Next topic. That always works. Yeah. Um, okay, do you want to wrap it up? Yeah. Or do you have any more questions? At, um I mean I could keep asking questions about the bachelor all day, but I think I'll go through the notes in my head and then we'll maybe send more questions. Okay. Um, but Sydney, thank you so much for coming. This was so wonderful to finally meet you. I know. We've like, yeah, been so excited. Sad it's over. <laughs> I know as soon as you hang up, I'm going to be like, God damn it. I wish I asked that question. But <gasps> I know. It's okay. Um, yeah, me. thank you. Yeah, thank you so, 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 so much for coming on. This has been so informational mm-hmm. and so fun. And you will see Olivia on The Bachelor next season. Yep. <laughs> Don't really? get it twisted. No, never. I don't have the emotional capacity. Excuse me, I will do it. Yeah, I don't have the emotional capacity to do that. Um, And I don't think I'd be brave enough to quit my job Mm. (laughs) like you guys. All right. Well, before we bounce, thank you so much to Gotham Podcast Studio, where we are right now. Yeah. (laughs) We're not at home in our beds, upgraded. And please like, subscribe, follow along. We really appreciate it. Peace, love, blessings. Bye. Big shout out to our guy, Wesley, for producing this podcast as well as the music. Be sure to give him a follow on Instagram and Spotify.